From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. On the fifth anniversary of the day that Jake Wagner and three of his family members killed eight members of the Roden family in Pike County, Wagner admitted in court to his role in the slayings. The Columbus Dispatch reports the surprise plea in Pike County court was not listed on the public docket until moments before the hearing took place. Pike County Prosecutor Rob Junk said the 28-year-old Wagner changed his plea and agreed to cooperate with prosecutors in the cases against his parents and older brother in exchange for taking the possibility of the death penalty off the table in his own case. The four Wagners face eight counts of aggravated murder. Investigators say Jake Wagner and his family killed Hannah Roden and seven of her family members in the midst of a heated custody battle over their infant child. The city of Columbus yesterday released body camera videos and 911 calls connected to the fatal shooting by a police officer of 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant on Tuesday. Interim Police Chief Mike Woods described Bryant's death as heartbreaking, as Yolanda Harris reports. It's a tragedy. There's, there's no other way to say it. It's a 16-year-old girl. Now, the officer involved has been identified as Nicholas Reardon. He joined the department in December of 2019. He is the one who fired the fatal shots. Now, many have asked why he didn't attempt to use a taser instead of a gun. And there is an active assault going on in which someone could lose their life. The officer can use their firearm to protect that third person. BCI is conducting an independent investigation of what happened. I'm Yolanda. Harris. That footage was released with unprecedented speed at the urging of Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther, who said it was done in an effort to foster transparency. Clay Gordon describes that footage. Interim Police Chief Mike Woods says Officer Nicholas Reardon was the one who discharged his firearm. The footage shows seven people in a driveway. That's when another woman is shoved to the ground. Micaiah Bryant appears to be the one shoving down the other woman. Officer Reardon draws his gun 10 seconds after getting out of the cruiser. Then you see Micaiah Bryant lunging towards a woman in pink with what appears to be a knife. Then the first shot is fired. Police are also releasing a third body camera angle, which shows officers rendering aid and CPR to Micaiah. In Columbus, Clay Gordon. Governor Mike DeWine said yesterday he is supporting a bill that would standardize police training, reform police accountability measures, and create a state database to track the use of force. Kevin Landers has the details. The bill would provide a $10 million grant to assist local police agencies to buy body cameras and a $1 million grant to help police recruit women and minorities into law enforcement careers. The bill would create a state licensing board for police officers similar to what doctors and lawyers have, and it would create a database where officers who have worked in the past and track any disciplinary issues. These are common sense reforms. These are reforms that that police can agree to. They're reforms that community activists can agree to. And they just make common sense. State Representative Bill Plummer is the lead sponsor of the bill. He's also a former sheriff. Reporting from the State House, Kevin Landers. Ohio's death toll from the coronavirus has topped 19,000. ONN's Dave James reports. The state health department puts the number at 19,033. By comparison, Pennsylvania is at nearly 26,000 and Michigan at 18,000. Both have higher death rates per million residents than Ohio. So does Indiana, which has recorded more than 13,000 deaths. Death rates are lower than Ohio and Kentucky with just over 6,000 deaths and West Virginia with 2,800. Dave James, I went in news.
Pfizer's CEO says a third COVID-19 dose will likely be needed between 6 and 12 months after getting fully vaccinated, but a doctor in Columbus says he's concerned such discussions at this point could discourage some from getting vaccinated at all. Stephanie Stanovich has more. Ohio Health Infectious Disease Dr. Joseph Gustado says that decision is not from the CEO of a pharmaceutical company. That decision needs to be made by the scientists and researchers at the level of the CDC and the FDA. A concern the doctor has with announcements like this is not only the possibility of contributing to hesitancy, but also spreading misinformation on social media. I'd rather have the focus of the conversation of getting vaccines into people's arms for the first time before we talk on whether or not you need a booster. In Columbus, Stephanie Sianovich. A $75 billion state budget containing a 2% personal income tax cut and an overhaul of the state's school funding system cleared the Ohio House 70-27 to 27 yesterday. The fiscal blueprint lays out spending for state programs for the two years beginning July 1st. It must next clear the Ohio Senate, where hearings have already begun. The income tax cut would cost the state $380 million in tax revenue over the biennium. Majority Republicans characterized it as an important benefit for Ohioans economically strapped by the past year's global pandemic. House Democrats largely opposed the bill, arguing its funding priorities are misplaced. Ohio's professional sports teams say they are in favor of legalized sports gambling and want in on the action. Karina Nova reports. A coalition of eight pro teams plus the Memorial Golf Tournament in Dublin announced support for a legislative effort to legalize sports gambling in the state. A committee in the Ohio Senate has been hearing testimony on the issue this year and a bill is expected to be introduced soon. Momentum is leaning toward legalization. All of Ohio's neighboring states except Kentucky allow regulated sports gambling. Karina Nova, ONN News. Blood banks in Ohio and around the country are experiencing a shortage. ONN's Dave James has more. The Versity Blood Center of Ohio collects donations at Bloodmobiles and supplies the Wexner Medical Center in Columbus. Heather Seaver is the area VP and director of donor services. Versity is down more than 40% in donations compared to the first quarter from last year from schools and businesses. And this is really because of the ongoing challenge of the COVID-19 pandemic. She's encouraging people to give blood when there are opportunities in local areas around the state. Dave James, I went in news. And a new report concerning former Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields says the star Buckeye is managing epilepsy. Dom Tiberi has the story. According to the NFL Network, the report also says the condition has not affected his playing career and that doctors expect he will grow out of the disorder. Fields is projected as a first-round pick in the draft. Buckeye coach Ryan Day tweeted the following, Justin's health, toughness, and work ethic have never been an issue, and I'm incredibly proud of his professionalism and the character he displays on and off the field. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.